0: And now, Discover Your True Course. This podcast is a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Your host, founder and president, Dr. Michael Godfrey. Hello and welcome to Discover Your True Course. This podcast is a part of our service to and support for organizations and individuals who want to be more, see more, achieve more, and finish without regret. In these last couple of episodes, we've been talking about resilience. That is that ability to experience difficulty and bounce back, to bend and not break. In the first episode about resilience, we talked about the importance of the foundation of spirituality. You may want to go back and listen to that episode if you've not already. In the last episode, we talked about cultivating perspectives that allow you to bend and not break. They allow you to be resilient and to bounce back. And we talked about qualities such as self-awareness and personal responsibility, realistic expectations, about making failure a learning opportunity, And then we also talked about a growth mindset and about how that helps you bounce back when things are difficult. We also talked about maintaining your self-esteem in the face of difficulty, the importance of boundaries in the face of difficulty, and about how those who are most resilient are very resourceful problem solvers who know that they don't have all the answers, but they're more likely to seek help in finding answers. They know where to look for the resources, and they know where to find the emotional support. You may have listened to all of that just now and said, how did you get to all of that? Well, we just hit the mountain peaks. And so I want you to contact me if you'd like to see any of these developed a little bit more. We've certainly got more on them, and you can find more about them, about many of these actually, in my book called Without Regret that you can find on Amazon.com. Now in this episode we want to talk about practices that will help you be more resilient it's super important that you prepare for surprises ahead of time that you be proactive actually in coaching we call it building reserves you build up reserves so that when you need to draw on them you can it's just like in your money management you build up financial reserves i hope and you draw on those reserves and then you rebuild them as needed so that that's how this works in terms of these practices. And the first thing that you need is to have a self-care agenda that allows you to achieve quality management of stress and priority management, and to take care of yourself physically with exercise and nutrition, mentally with healthy thoughts and with good mental health care. Take care of yourself socially, appreciating the fact that you need others and just how much you do need them. Emotional care. That's important to understand how emotions play into your life, how you've created them for yourself, and how to manage those emotions. Emotions are simply emotions. That's all they are. And you must learn to manage them. And then the spiritual aspects of all that is, uh, if you provide the self-care there for the spiritual, then you're going to be contributing to the foundation that allows you to be resilient. Another practice that can help you a great deal is the practice of accepting what is. What this does not mean is that you look at the situation, you can affect the situation, but you sit there and just watch it. We're not talking about that. But there are many situations that come into your life that are out of your control and you cannot change them. Accept it and move on. If you can influence it, do something with it. Another type of acceptance is to experience the full range of emotions that you feel emotions are not bad it's what we do as a result of acting out on emotions that can be bad but overall emotions are the spice of life they give us happiness and sadness and excitement and surprise they give us a sensation emotions are good but you do not want to give emotions control You do not want to let emotions manage you. You want to manage them. And so a part of this acceptance is realizing I have an emotion, understanding what it is. That's a part of self-awareness is understanding what's going on inside of you. And then taking the opportunity to just speak that emotion aloud. You can say, I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel disgusted. I feel frustrated. I feel happy. You can name the emotion. And many times in the more negative emotions, you can actually gain some control over the emotion just by acknowledging its presence. Some will not do this. They will try to numb the emotions. They'll try to take the edge off what they feel in terms of vulnerability or discomfort or painful emotions. They will do that with compulsive eating or drinking or spending or gambling or trying to get out there and be the savior of the world, or they may be an incessant gossip, complaining all the time and kind of be an Eeyore, like in Winnie the Pooh. Some people will try to achieve perfection. They, They have perfectionistic tendencies because they are trying to numb some kind of emotion. They may work too much. Workaholism is a part of that numbing. All of these get in the way of us being authentic with our emotions and with what we're really feeling. Don't deny, tell the truth about what's going on. Accept it. An important practice for being more resilient is that you would learn from previous experiences. We mentioned this back in the earlier podcast about how it was important to learn from failures and learn from difficult experiences. Life provides losses and heartbreak for all of us. But the greatest tragedy is to have the experience and miss the meaning. That's a quote from Robin Roberts in her book, Everybody's Got Something because everybody does have something. We've all got an experience or a difficulty or a challenge, and the greatest tragedy would be to miss the meaning of the experience we're having. What can it mean to our lives? What does it add to our lives? What does it change? How can we understand it? How can we grow as a result? Then I would also say the people who are most resilient keep good company. They are especially resilient people. They have social support available to them, They are capable of receiving constructive criticism without being personally offended. They receive it and grow from it. And they're connected with other people such as family and friends. And there may be just a few connections, but those connections are very, very important. You need not have 20 friends like this that are your main connections. You need only have a few. I would also say that if you'll determine that one of the major energies of your life will be devoted to serving other people, Sometimes when we get into difficult times, we turn inward and we start getting the poor me syndrome and being so sad, so pitiful. The thing that would help us most is to turn our eyes outward and decide who can we serve in the face of this. Let me get busy serving someone else. It's really a way of distracting yourself. Be sure your motives are good and get out there and serve some people. Try to find them. Try to find what they need and offer that to them. Then persist. Stay with it. The thing may go on forever. We've experienced this in the COVID-19 crisis That is, we don't know when it's going to actually end. But persist. Stay with it in these things that help you be resilient. Stay with them. Persist. And then use effective communication and good people skills. Interact with other people in a way that nurtures them and nurtures you. In the face of all this, this will help you be more resilient. And then communicate well. One of the chief things that work against us is we don't communicate about what's going on with us, and we don't communicate well about what we need. So all of these things help you be more resilient. Self-care habits, acceptance of the situation and of the emotions you feel in relation to it, learn from your previous experiences, get the meaning of it, keep good company, cultivate good company, then serve others, stay in there with it, persist, And then be sure that you communicate effectively in a way that nurtures others and that nurtures you. Now, I know we've hit the high points of this today, and it's entirely possible that you're leaving with more questions than you have answers. I want to help you with those, and I can do that if you'll email me at at discoveryourtruecourse.com with a brief statement of your question, and I'll address it either on the podcast anonymously, of course. I'm not going to give your name associated with it. Or we can address it in a brief phone call or a coaching session. Again, grab a copy of Without Regret on Amazon.com. It really contains a whole lot of this stuff that can help you a great deal. Visit our website and get in touch with us so we can stay in touch with you. Sign up for our e-zine and then contact us to explore how we can get together and work together with you and your teams and your organizations to support you in your quest to be more, see more, achieve more, and finish Without Regret. I'm Michael Godfrey. Thanks for listening. See you next time. This has been a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Copyright by J. Michael Godfrey. All rights reserved.